Hi, welcome to Escape, a travel podcast. I'm John. I'm Jess. I'm Samantha. And I'm Sean. Our job might be to plan vacations, but seeing the world is our passion. Our podcast is here to help you escape. Every episode, we will discuss our favorite destinations, hotels, tours, and so much more from around the world and right into your headphones. Let's go. Hi, and welcome to Escape a Travel Podcast. This is John, and I am here with my fellow podcasters. Hello, everybody. How's it going? Man, we're, we're back. Great. We're back, baby. Uh, so Jess is in the middle of her Northeastern summer. My summer is coming to a close as my kids are starting back school in August. And Sam, when do your kids start back? August 7th. Bye. Yeah, yeah, baby. All right. And then Sean? <laughs> I think I'm late August. Late August. We okay. just just moved to a new school school district, so I believe it's like August 23rd. You might Ooh. want to check that date. <laughs> yeah, <it's like laughs> August we've, we've already Oops. swung by. They're they're tracking that we're planning to attend. Okay, yeah. good. By we, I, th- I mean, I actually her. think I'm the thirtieth. The thirtieth. My kids go back on the thirtieth. Yeah. Gotcha. And yeah, then we have fun. like five days off after, so that's fun. that's so dumb. Yeah. Yep. Tell me about it. Yeah, I'm Wednesday the thirtieth. And it's a half day, and then they go on Thursday, and then they're off until the following Tuesday. You got to get them acclimated, you know? Yeah, they yeah. need those two days. Those kids don't know about school anymore. <laughs> For sure. All right. so as <laughs> They're not adaptable. No. All right. So welcome to the show, everybody. Today, what we're going to be talking about is uh, Sean's journey. Sean had a really, really fun trip. <laughs> I journey. Journey, journey, journey to is enlightenment. It's a, a very interesting <laughs> word for yeah. his vacation, but... <laughs> Yes, it is a very interesting word for his vacation. <laughs> anyway, back to what we were talking about. Sean, you went on an Ama Waterways trip, which is really funny because you were trying to get on an Ama Waterways sailing, it seemed oh, yeah. like, forever. Oh, it was a, a daggone process. Like you had like seven different like dates lined up that you had to try well, to pick we from. Well, I had like four, four different schedules, maybe even five different schedules to get aligned. And mine was the easiest out of all of them. I didn't even calculate into it, really. Uh, as long as these other <laughs> calendar schedules worked out, we were like, we're going to make this happen. So is that so, how yeah, you that, picked the itinerary that you ended up going with, just based um, on schedule or your wife's schedule? Yeah, it was kind of based on that schedule. So I don't... We, we ended up doing the gems of Southeast Europe, and okay. it, 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 is that Danube it was a, or is that? It, yeah, it is actually the longest sailing on the Danube. Okay, so cool. the longest sailing over a seven day period that AMA offers. We covered a lot of ground. Um, and what and ship were you I've, on? We were on the AMA Verde. Okay. Beautiful ship. Uh, definitely not the, the newest. Well, the, the newest is, is the, the Magna. Right? Yeah, yeah, and it's twice the size wow. um, in width. But the Magna can't the, even go on the Danube, can it? I don't think no no it's just on the, the Rhine. The right? Magna is on the Danube. Oh, it's on the Danube. That Dad is the only Danube, one not on the yeah, Rhine. That's, okay. I believe that's the only um, river that it can go on based on its size. So gotcha. going through the locks and all that stuff. But we were on a we were on this kind of more standard Ama ship. Um, they've That'd got I don't know how many ships they had. Yeah, basically a classic. It was it was a gorgeous ship. Um, everything was well appointed. Uh, we had a. Uh, a balcony, well, French balcony and regular balcony. So sliding doors and a balcony like you can go out side. onto. So one side was the, so if you're looking at your like double windows, right? Like two, yeah. two sets of doors. Th- fixed window, but those open up. To be like a, a French balcony. And then the other uh-huh. side was like two, a regular Two chairs and That's a nice. little place to What's sit the, your um, coffee. What's the passenger capacity on that ship? 
Um, that's a great question. I know they're all pretty small, mm-hmm. obviously the Magna being the most. I would guess on these ships, you're looking at 150 that's to 200 people, thinking. depending yeah. on, you know, double occupancy. How so was it, it was, yours? was it full? It wasn't full. Um, we did get upgraded, so I was happy about that. Nice. Um, and I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure it wasn't full. But I, I think there's probably 100 people. Nice. <coughs> oh, excuse yeah. me. So sorry. Yeah. Bless you, Jonathan. <laughs> Thank you. What was the name of the ship you said you were on? The Ama what? Ama Verde. Verde. Okay. So the, yeah. Ama, the Ama Verde has can accommodate up to 161 guests. In uh, is, it, is it green? Close, right? Is it green? <laughs> it was not green. It was blue. <laughs> Why would it be? Oh, because it's Verde. Is, okay. Verde. It took me a second. Yeah. I thought you spoke nice. Spanish. <laughs> and the last horse finishes the race. So typically, I wanted. I would really like to talk about this this experience, kind of like how we do our resort reviews, so we can yeah. break mm-hmm. it up into different categories. So the first thing I want to know is we normally say like resort feel and style, but like let's talk mm-hmm. about ship feel and style. How does it differ from? So all of us have been on multiple like ocean cru- ocean liners, like mm-hmm. ocean cruiser uh, ships. How do you feel like the the ship feel and style is different? I mean, I uh, the staterooms are a little bit smaller. You know, as you upgrade, you're going to get a little bit more square footage, but that's pretty s- similar across line on any cruise liner. Um, we had, I think it was 170 square foot stateroom now that's not huge i think there was only one level higher than than that on these ships you know um if you jump up to a suite those are going to be your your largest staterooms and those ones i've seen pictures they seem pretty spacious i was actually able i had some clients traveling right after um me and my wife got off this sailing on a different ship i was able to get them upgraded to a suite and they were beside themselves um, oh, fun. So they, they had a very, very good experience. But yeah, these ones, you know, I would say it's... Does it feel more formal? So I, I think my, my question, like when mm-hmm. comparing to like, so I've done Royal, I've done Disney, I've done Carnival, I've done a lot of the major cruise lines, Celebrity. Mm-hmm. How do you think it feels? Does it feel more... In my mind, the river cruises are going to feel more maybe more stuffy is that the, the vibe or upscale? Uh, you, you just you mean the clientele uh, no like or the, like the for dinner like, like formal style or, yeah do you have to dress oh. up every night does everybody Man, dress up no yeah no. i've actually I mean, heard don't the get me wrong. there there are nights where you know they want you to wear a button down a, a suit coat if you have one if you brought one but breakfasts we came down in hoodies I mean, I wore a pair of Nikes for the majority of the trip. P- like you have were pe- varying people age ranges, like or was or were you just during your age? So during the sailing, was I the, out, the outlier? No, <laughs> yeah. during the sailing, um, it became a little bit more casual. You know, other than those specific nights, if you're doing the chef's table dinner, you know, that's right. a more dressy affair. Uh, usually, people get a little bit more dressed up at dinner. I wore a button down every night, but a pair of jeans. My, you know casual style Nike shoes, no problem. Now I did bring other shoes because I wasn't exactly sure what to expect. Right. right so right. I had options. But once I saw everyone else, like there were some some people our age that came down to the sip and sale cocktail hour the hour before dinner. 
uh, in t-shirts. So I mean, okay. now it wasn't like what okay. I wanted to ask you. Uh, yeah. Were you guys skewing toward the younger end of the? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yes. So was this a child-free sailing as well? Not for you, but for the for the ship. Yes. Now, Ama, they will allow children on there, but I would be very surprised to ever see anyone anyone under 21 on that ship now are the on, on any of these ships max double occupancy or do they have, they are okay so they would yeah, have so, to be like two so you mm-hmm. need you would need two or, connecting rooms if you were bringing your do they even have connecting uh, rooms on them or are they just like i think they would probably split the parents up i i'm not sure on the connecting side of things okay uh, i've i've never had a client go yeah, because with kids. It, this is who Adventure by Disney partners with mm-hmm. for their right. sailing. So, so you would have to assume so there is some sort of connecting option. Yeah, I mean, maybe yes. on some of the ships, right? Um, yeah. Because they, they have You're a exactly recommendation in, of like, what, eight or nine on those ones? Some of those ABDs are, yeah, they do, they put a firm base six, on what six what, minimum usually um yeah but on, depending on the usually it, around eight or nine okay. it's depending on the itinerary yeah. as well for abd that makes sense all right so okay so when i say resort style and feel so and i ask about stuffiness some people so think about let's put it in disney terms mm-hmm. a lot of people are super comfortable hanging out at pop century right like that's their go-to that's you know they walk in they feel comfortable at home there and mm-hmm. then they feel like when they walk into the Grand Floridian, they feel out of place or it's stuffy. The vibe, like, what is the vibe? Oh, um, is a I higher mean, it, end vibe it, like premium feel? It is. It is a higher end vibe. Um, it's kind of funny. Our first night, we were walking by um, each each crew had cruise has a cruise manager, and ours was a woman named Yasmina, and she's got a, a desk right right as you walk out of the the top floor stateroom area and you can stop by and you can talk with her she's there all the time you can talk with her and run anything by her but one of the one of the people as we were walking by we overhear this conversation where the lady says now if someone had asked me when i when they were building the ship i would have told them this specific thing that they could have done differently i'm like come like she was very kind of snooty with the overall accommodations and it the was, guest was. The, the guest was. Gotcha. Yeah. She was like, and we were like, oh my goodness. So you're going to get people of all uh, backgrounds on, on this ship. You know, some, I, I, I say that, but as 40 year olds, my wife's not 40 yet. Um, easy there, Sean. Um, you're going to get trouble. We didn't feel, <laughs> we didn't feel I'm out the of place. one hanging on in our group. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely did months. not feel. <laughs> feel out of place at all we were some of the youngest there were a, a set of two other people i think they were traveling with one of them one of their mothers um and they were probably in their early 20s hmm. um they were still drinking wine and stuff so i, I figured they were of at least 18 legal <laughs> legal age yeah exactly right. um but i think it was a perfectly suitable sailing for them as well i put honeymooners up um they were actually the ones who jumped on a different ship as we were ending ours and they are about our age as well. So this, in my opinion, this is a great trip for 40 year old age range. Maybe it's a 10 or 15, 20 year wedding anniversary. Mm. This is where I think you get into that sweet spot. And I think Amma's always looking to kind of bring that age range down a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do have varying uh, speed levels on their excursions each day. So we were very quick to get the, you know, the, the red card 
so that we could be in the the fast walkers. And by fast walkers, I mean standard walk, <laughs> standard walking <laughs> speed. Um, People one day, can you not believe right. walking? Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, stuffy. I didn't feel it was a stuffy environment at any point in time. Okay, great. Upscale, yeah. not stuffy. Upscale or and okay. and. But you feel you know, comfortable a, in a hoodie and and Nikes at, at points. Often, yeah, okay. Often, and, and and I wasn't the only one wearing these things. Okay. So, um, Let's be real. You're like on I vacation, said, so I mean, sure, you're on sure. vacation, and and you know, Ama is a you, you come in paying a premium. Right. I'm not going to lie, it's more of an uh, an upscale price point. It's, but right. they also know people who who come in and pay that much money. They still want to be comfortable. So you mean right. kids um, aren't doing college spring break on Ama Waterways? <laughs> <laughs> no, they stick with the carnival. Oh my goodness. <laughs> So, yeah. okay, that's that's really, really good feedback. Now, let's talk about yep. price. Since we're at this point, you just kind of talked about paying a premium mm-hmm. for this. From a, two, two questions. One is, and if you'll answer both of these after I, after I ask. Um, the first sure. is, is like general, what is the price range for a similar sailing to what you did? And yeah. then two is, where does this fall within the others? Because in my mind, Ama, I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm taking a really educated guess. Ama is going to be more expensive than some than like a than most Viking, Viking sailings, yeah. but maybe not as expensive as scenic or some of the other ultra premium. That like is the, the luxury ones. That is kind of what I'm finding as well. I think Ama okay. is a little bit more expensive than Viking. I don't think it's like drastically higher, but I do okay. think it is a little bit more expensive. One of the nice things, I mean, as we all transition continually out of COVID. Thankfully, that's far enough behind. One of the things that AMA was very proud of while we were in COVID was they have, I think they have probably 18 ships. They are all paid off. They own every single ship mm-hmm. outright, which that's really huge. when it come, it's huge. Yeah. So when it came time for like the number of calls that we, we made during that time of COVID and dealt with issues they record all their calls. If 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 there an error was made, I will call. I could call back and say, "Hey, I was quoted this price." They're going to honor it because right. they don't. They're not held to any other creditor or standard or whatever. So they are phenomenal on the customer service side. And when you when you're a big company like that and can say, "Hey, we don't owe, owe debt on any of these ships," it just really makes life easier, especially as a a travel advisor working for your clients. Well, also, what was I, I saying before that? The average Viking sailor age tends to skew higher than. You think it's older? Um, like Amma's a little bit younger. I think so. Age-wise? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, we were talking about talking about price. Yeah. So entry level, there's there's probably I think five different five or six different stateroom categories on the ship. Do um, they offer interior staterooms, or are they all ex- are they all at least a window? They're all a window. Okay. Yeah, they're all all window. So that's nice. Um, you know, the, the entry level is going to be kind of that smaller fixed window where it's at the hot, the, the higher part of your stateroom. So you're kind of more water level, basically, but you still look out, you can still see, you know, you're not right, seeing right, the right, water, right. you're above that. Um, I think most times that price point is going to come in right between 24 to 3K per person, per person for the week. For the, for the uh, seven night sailing, not including airfare. Okay. I mean, that's and then it'll pretty, it'll go up from there. That's the pretty suites, reasonable, though. I it's think. really not bad to get. I mean, we're just talking to get on the ship because once you're on the ship, 
your overall experience minus your stateroom is going to be the exact same. Right. Well, and if you think about spending a week in Europe with two adults and having to pay yeah. for all of your own food and drinks and everything. Food, like, hotel. Yeah, 6000 yeah. is pretty between reasonable, cities. I think. And, yeah. and it is, it is definitely reasonable. It's not all-inclusive, but... It's pretty close. We... It's really close. Mm-hmm. Like every an hour before every single dinner is what they call a sip and sale. So you have a drink of the day and then you have a list of probably 20 different drinks that you can get off the menu that are included in this sip and sale time. Nice. Okay. Um, so basically it's like a sail away. Like we're like a sail away party every night before dinner. Right. Even exactly. if they're staying in the port. And then your your beverages during your meals are also included in the in the price. And okay. then if you're smart and savvy like we were, we we wait around. At the end of that meal, we're like, okay, we're we're done, we're ready to roll. We're gonna wait for that guy to fill up our wine glass one last time. And then you <laughs> so we can take it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So and truly even the prices that you are paying outside of meal or if you buy a drink it's not bad and it's a very solid pour. And I, uh, I, I commented on the, the quality pour and he's like, you guys paid for it. This is, that's good. You know, this is, this is our standard. If I under pour this, I'm doing you a disservice. And that was nice. Are you allowed to bring alcohol on board? And if so, how many per person? Um, I think you are, but I, we didn't, and I, I don't, I'd have to check that out. Mm-hmm. I do know you can bring alcohol off the ship going back to the States. We bought two bottles of some oh, uh, brandy, I believe, Belgrade brandy. Uh, they don't call it, they call it rakia over there. Okay. Mm. That is their, it's most similar to brandy. Um, you are kind of on the hook for whatever the customs regulations are for where you're mm-hmm. bringing back into. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so okay. back to back to price real quick, John. Yeah. Entry level on a promotion, $24.99 per person. Airfares on top of that, but they contract rates with airlines. You're gonna get better rates and and it, most times be able to pick your flights. If you if you're a, an American Airlines guy like my father in law is, he can say, I want to go with that provider. Um, okay. now there's likely gonna be cheaper other other airlines that they could get you a better price at, but what they can get you with American Airlines is still going to be far better than anything on the consumer side. So I, yeah, I want to point out what not everybody understands with um, airfare when you're bundling it with your cruise line is that they have something called contracted air or bulk air or you know different flexible air. It's all called different things depending on mm-hmm. what the cruise line what cruise line it is. Now, not all cruise lines are the same when it comes to air. For example, Royal Caribbean is the same way. You can pick the exact flights and get the contract yeah. right through them. Now, a cruise line like NCL, what they have something, I forget the name of NCL's air, but basically they say, for your dates, this is what we're going to charge for air. And then they tell you, like then they assign the... Um, mm-hmm. the flight the and they seats, assign, the flights and they and the airline you don't get to pick. Yeah. I don't like that because you may so, you may end up not. It's very. I don't think they contract with um like Spirit or Frontier, but you may end up with an airline you don't like. So in 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 a situation, I'm will do promotions as well, and sometimes right. they will throw in free airfare, and, and it's going to be in that situation. That situa- right, right. Free right. airfare. You know they've got certain hubs they that they fly out of. Right. And it's like Lufanza. Oh, Lufanza's fine. 
yeah, but you're not going to be able great. to pick your specific air airline that you you know maybe have points with right. or have status with or whatever. It's just I've had River you're Cruise not paying for airfare. Get the free airfare, but then they had because they were coming from Little Rock, they had to pay the difference from Little Rock to DC or yeah. Dallas, whatever the hub yeah. was that was included in the the free fare. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's like some. I'll often price out different hubs to see where that best price point is coming in yeah. if you're paying for your own flights because it might be worthwhile to, you know, to fly from North Carolina up to Philly or, or somewhere to get right. nonstop mm-hmm. business class flights. I've done that um, even from Boston to New yeah. York before. Sometimes it's so, cheaper little, to fly yeah, or yeah. drive to New York than it is yeah. to fly Little tricks of the trade, you know. Right. I live in Atlanta and the closest airline to, or air, is Charlotte. Our closest city is Charlotte and it's not going to be any cheaper, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we flew out of Dulles and we were on British Airs, British Airway, um, you know. Dulles to London Heathrow to Jeju. Jeju? Yeah, I said that right. Jeju. It sounds um, like you made it is, up, but in, I'll which is which is a so Bucharest. <laughs> oh, okay. And then we and then we went up to we, we ended the sailing in Budapest, which oh, Budapest is amazing. Very cool. If you've not been, that's what the Avengers say. But <laughs> they do. <laughs> no, Sorry, only two, only two every, of the Avengers. Only two of the time. Avengers talk about it. I, I can't in help Budapest. but think of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, real quick, let's finish up transportation since we talked about it. You, you talked about mm-hmm. how you can include flights or do them on your own. Once you land, is there any mm-hmm. transportation to the boat included in the price or do you have to pay for your ground transfers? So as long as you're flying in the day of the sailing, which I don't recommend, right? they will include transfers with with the price. So they're going to pick you up at the airport um, and take you right to the cruise port. It is fantastic. Same on the departure side. If your flight is leaving the day that the cruise ends, they will take you to the airport. Now, they also offer land portions at the front or end. And if you do a a land portion and do their hotel and they include uh, transfers at that point? Yep. Yep. And I'm going to go back to my my clients. They did a – I'm included three free nights in Prague for my clients. Nice. Um, So they included the transfers because they – did those three nights mm-hmm. and then transfers again from the end At of the that end. to the cruise and then took them back to the airport as well. Nice. Um, so yeah, as long as you're coming in without any deviations, they're right. going to include that. And we, we deviated at the end. We stayed a couple nights in Budapest and then we had, we, we used Viter mm-hmm. for our transfers. No Fantastic. Problem. Minus okay. the, the, the guy being a little bit of an aggressive offensive driver. <laughs> we were ready to get out of it, but they were early to pick us up and, you know, no issues. I've had other some than aggressive just, you know, Uber drivers like that. that exactly. Recently. That's so, Europe too, though, in that's general. Europe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it depends on the city, but yes. They've got to get around all those scooters, you know. we don't The have scooters yeah. and the roundabouts. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Real quick. Okay. So we, we talked about transportation. We've talked about the room categories, the resort, or like the, or the, the, the vibe of the ship. Um, mm-hmm. I really want to hear about the food. So, because so, this yeah. is like, this is kind of like a selling point of these sh- of of ama and river cruises yep. is that it's elevated dining. Um, I don't think I would expect Michelin star or like super super fancy food, but I want to hear what you think because and, and so, how you think it compares to ocean yeah, liner the, food. The food and wine that was offered was all very regionally. Um, 
specific to the region. Okay. Actually, what was also very cool that my wife thought was a great touch was all of the staff on this specific ship, and I believe this is the case on most of their ships, were local to the regions that we were sailing through. So we had seven different stop-offs, and they were all local to that specific region which was really nice. So knowing that Am is giving back to, um, I mean, we were we were stopping through some places on this itinerary, and I'm mm-hmm. sorry, we'll get back to food in a minute, that were in desperate need of Ama mm-hmm. and these these cruise lines to Tourism. stop through. Tourism is, ma- is massive in some of these locations. Right. Um, and knowing that uh, Ama is giving back in that way and hiring these local people on and... The food was phenomenal. Okay. The food was so to Answer was the great. question, Sean. Yeah. So, yeah, to back <laughs> that, the food and the Sean wine. talks about something completely different. Were, were very, very good. About the I, staff. No. I agree. Well, well I'll come back to that. I understand where you're coming from, Sean. I understand yeah. I'll come how back it to relates. That. Yeah. So, the food was great. Okay, good. Unlimited, for one, unlimited coffee, yes. which is great. I know that's not food, but it's a big deal. It, like espressos, cappuccinos, espresso, coffee, okay, hot so chocolate, like, like, whatever you want. Not just like drip coffee, but like... So, right. were, were there any specialty dining or was it all included in the cost? There was a chef's table, but every every meal is included. So, right. you would sign up for the chef's table on your first day when you got on the okay, ship. Okay, great. That's cool. No, no, no additional pre-planning that you need. And we did it our... I think we did it our second night, I believe. Um, that was like a six to eight course meal. Absolutely amazing. Everything was delicious there. As John was saying, it's not Michelin st- Michelin level, but every meal was very, very good. Right. Very good. You 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 didn't leave your meal disappointed in, in any way. Mm-hmm. So whether they're How bringing do you feel out like a- it compared to say a Disney Cruise Line meal? So, I think it's surpassed. Okay. Yeah. And better than without question. Than specialty dining on Disney? Uh now specialty dining was very good on on Disney as yeah. well. I would say it's I would say it's comparable to specialty dining, maybe slightly under. But we're talking about the baseline. Yeah. Every single meal sure. is you're not spending ninety five dollars a person either. Right. So. Exactly. To go to Remy's, right. Yeah. Or so what's the other it's, one? It's Apollo. it'd probably be Apollo, thank you. peaking peaking right up against that specialty dining mm-hmm. on quality wise. Okay. But again, it's every meal. So every meal is better than the the rotational dining on a Disney yep. Cruise Line. Okay, that's so, what I would expect. So that's good to hear. And I will I will circle back to what I was saying about the staff because <laughs> the food was amazing. The customer service and the level of attention to detail that the staff had on the ship blew everything else that I knew out of the water. So the food was great. The totally content and happy with every meal we had and the customer service of everyone on board this ship made that like oh well no big deal like that is the level of of what you felt as you were on this ship like these people are top notch did they scrape your crumbs <laughs> before dessert <laughs> of course they scraped my like, crumbs like Jess. they we licked the crumbs cruise, off of that his was tie like what are you talking about grace's favorite <laughs> yeah. part at one point she took a credit card out of my wallet to pretend to scrape <laughs> the crumbs off the table because she loved the guy who scraped the crumbs that was like her favorite yeah. thing. that used to be That's a hilarious. regular thing on all cruise lines and I feel like they don't do it anymore yeah I know it's a lost art That's why they I did it on the Disney is. Dream 
Did they? They, they did mm-hmm. not do they it on not. the wish. That's they didn't sure. do it on the dream I was on it last time. Not that I remember. They did it in March. When no, I, I don't think they did. But but similar to Disney, like they are memorizing what your preferences are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the end of the sailing, I think I had three or four different drinks along the way that they knew I was going to come back to. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the sailing, the, the very last night, the person comes up, hey, Sean, would you like a, a this or this or this or this based on my previous, like, you know, the, the staff, you, while it's all included, you do still want to tip your staff at the end of the sailing. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yes, yeah. there is a certain level that they are kind of playing that up. Like, hey, remember everything that you've experienced so from me over this. So is included or not? So there's, there's still added gratuity beyond? You, correct. There is gratuity that you are expected to pay. It's a okay. certain amount for the cruise director and then the rest is split. Can that be charged among, to your room? Uh, I believe that it can. Okay. I believe that it can. I'm but then if you cash. if you want to, well that yeah, and there I've got some tips on that as well. Uh, walk into that sailing having an understanding of what the different areas you're stopping through so that you can have some local currency so you can tip your tour guides um, okay. each each day cuz that is not included. Did you um, tip in dollars at the end of the sailing, like U.S. dollars, or did or you euros? tip in what did you do? euros? We tipped in, uh, well, not euros because we were in Budapest. It is the, um, I don't know, I need my wife here, yeah. whatever oh, that local okay. currency was. But, but they go through euro countries, right? Or no? Most of them are. Most okay, of them are, Budapest but this specific a, itinerary, okay. I think there were like four or five different currencies. Oh, and wow. I was, wow. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. So again, we. But like, would they accept as much the as euro possible? Tip? Would they tip accept a tip in they, the euro? They would accept. They'll accept anything. But okay. what is ideal for them? Okay. Is their their local currency there? That's good. Um, so you can also tip a specific person. Um, they give you little envelopes at the end, and if you want to tip for exceptional service, you know you you can hand that directly to that person. We, I'm I'm proud of the situation. We. Um, we picked the newest person. Like we could tell that this guy was new and just getting his feet wet. He was probably 20 years old. And we like specifically went out and tipped him extra just because like everyone's trying to get through life, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, No, that's good. Okay. So a lot of your activities are included. All of your excursions to the land portions during the ship. Now, everything, yeah, everything. My, my assumption is that you get to pick from a, a menu every day of po- possible yeah. excursions. So, I guess here's the questions I have. Mm-hmm. How many per day are there, like, essentially offered? Uh, and you talked about, like, some of them are, you know, you want to get that red card so you can be in the fast walker group. But, like, so you, you have to sign up for those. So how far in advance do you need to sign up for them to make sure you get a spot? And yeah. what were so, some of the experiences you did and what was your favorite? You sign up for things 30 days prior, but okay. you can change it on the fly. So you can, when you get on the ship, modify your plan. You can modify it morning of if you want to. You are not locked into anything. They do hand out these cards, which is basically just assigning you to a bus, you know, which okay. which location it's going to. So they will run out of those. There was one day that we forgot to grab a card and uh, we were not with the fast walker group, but we still kind of snuck onto that bus. And I think there might have been two people that didn't. Um, oh, they had to go. <laughs> no. Hey, man. No, you, you don't understand. Yeah. The, the fastest walkers group is where it's at. And you, you, 
how you don't want to get into a different group how many people were on average on your <laughs> tours was it like a a full tour bus you looking at like 40 people or it really depended on the cr- on the tour of the day okay so w- what you what you picked so you know, we many, had so one is it just one is it just one per day that's offered or are there multiple it's, it's usually two to three each day uh, okay. they do they do bike tours they do walking tours um they do you know it just really depends. Fortress tours. Um, maybe you go to a local person's kitchen and sit down, and, and they will teach you how to make a local delicacy. Wow, and you that's can take cool. that away. Um, that's a slow so walker really, activity. Yeah, that'd be well. No, that <laughs> a less active activity. A less active activity, sure. Okay, but so is the drinking one. You know, well, who doesn't want to do that though? <laughs> yeah. So there were plenty of options. Probably two to three each day, and sometimes there would be one that's in the morning for like. An early an early risers group, and then they would meet up with another group midway through the morning, and those two groups would come together, and maybe do a walking tour of, of a, another location. Were you guys early riser group? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I guess we had a we did have some trouble with the time time zones. Yeah, um, yeah. It took me probably three days to, to your back. Yeah, I mean that's what is it? Yeah. Eight hours, nine hours. <sighs> The time yeah, change in Budapest. It was yeah, it was it was between that yeah. seven, between seven and nine. I do enjoy a morning tour though. I like to get the yeah. tours done early so that you're back in time mm-hmm. to like shower, change. You know? They had activities going on till ten or eleven at night. Now we didn't partake because Ooh, on we, boat like partying. On boat, dance, yeah, dance they would. They wow, would they have dancing and stuff and, or no shows. Oh, I love that. They would bring on. They would bring on local oh, artists. Nice. You know, That's with cool. I, again. I only experienced a couple of those, and those were during the day. Um, but they did bring in people each night. They had a pianist on. Norbert was our, our pianist on the, Your pianist. the sailing. Yeah. Uh, he was really good. Really good. Um, that sounds cool. So I, I like hearing about uh, Norbert, but I'd really like to hear about what your favorite <laughs> tour was. <laughs> so uh, my, wander, favorite, my favorite tour, I believe, was in Nova Sad. Uh, what country did, is that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> One of those Jeez, John. Jeez, dude. Oh, I don't know, man. You're let me, like up, let me pull up my... I don't know uh, what that is. Novastad. Where's Novastad, no, Novasad. Novasad. Where's that? Oh, he doesn't God. know. Okay, so it's okay. We don't need to know. It's a beautiful place, wherever it was. It's a beautiful... <laughs> Croatia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Croatia is supposed to be beautiful. So, it, it told me right here on my sheet. So tell me, what was the, the tour that you liked? So they we did a, a fortress, an underground fortress, and we were in there for for probably an hour and a half. So it was actually one one day that it just downpoured. So we got wet, but they handed us umbrellas as well. But you're like, so you're gonna get you're gonna get wet. But it was really cool to see how. This fortress was built and the, the rationale behind it, um, little areas where people would put their muskets. But above them was an area for when the, when the smoke would, would come, like it would go out the top of this area. So, I mean, you're in tunnels. You know, imagine. So it's like a ventilation firing, system for yeah, the Yeah, firing guns down there in the darkness um, and all these different things. An area where someone would go down, they basically sacrifice themselves. But if the enemy's encroaching upon the uh, the castle, the, the fortress, they're going to go down. They're going to blow it up, essentially right underneath where these people oh, are no. coming up. 
And you know, there's, it's a dark story. It's a bad job showing. to have. I'm yeah. looking yeah, at I know. pictures. It is beautiful. Wow. Vokuvar. Like classic European architecture and. Yeah, and the the tour guides were were great. This guy was who took us on this tour was a professor and also played in a band. So he uh, oh, he pulled he up cool. his pulled up his music and <laughs> and he, had was, us listen to that while we were sipping some coffee. Was he, was he selling CDs? He was not end? a pianist. Oh <laughs> here's a here's a I, QR code to my Spotify channel. He definitely pulled it up on YouTube. You okay. can and, you know, he's like here are my my uh, burn CDs. Okay, for you can guys. I can yeah. I tell you if there I, I like the traveling now when I go somewhere. And there mm-hmm. is a, for example, we went to Napa recently, and when we were in Napa, they had a, um, like QR codes at the, like the bike shop where they do it, so I could just mm-hmm. scan and then send them like a Venmo right there. That is so much better than me having to carry ten dollars just in case I need to tip somebody. We just split a service. check yesterday morning at Tupelo Honey with some friends of ours, and just paid up with the uh with the QR code it was I've, great. I've had the QR code on the bottom of the bill too recently. Yeah. It's interesting. I love that. Highly Thank recommend. You. Yeah. Okay. So, second favorite tour and then we'll wrap up the tours cuz I'm really fascinated. Um, second second favorite tour was probably Belgrade. Oh, Belgrade was good. We went to see the Nikola Tesla Museum. Also, Ooh. that is where he his urn is, so oh. um and we had a little demonstration there. I will say he's interesting. He's yeah, very interesting. Yeah. I will say some of them, and and because this specific itinerary is a long one, it, they try to cover a lot of ground. I feel like this one they're still working through the kinks, um, and you also have some things that go into it. You know, wind speed, the conditions of the water. Like they were trying to cover a lot of ground on this specific day. While I really enjoyed seeing Nikola Tesla's museum and and, and all that stuff, right, it did feel slightly rushed. Because you had a shorter like, time. We had a shorter amount of time, and there were, there were still other things for us to see in Belgrade uh, that day. Uh, so, like, we're, again, we're tourists. We want to go. We want to buy some stuff as well. We want to yeah, have some, hard. some stuff. So, even, like, they didn't even give us 10 minutes, 15 minutes in the gift shop. It really? was, here's the tour. Here's, you know, Ooh. your time here. They're going to show us some cool stuff. Onward. And, like, oh, we've got money we want to spend, man. So if you are trying to make distance and time and be efficient, how rough was the sailing or was it rough at all? Did you encounter any sort of like there was swells? Oh, no, no, no. Um, it was purely a current thing. Mm-hmm. So no, no waves, no swells. On this one, we only went through one lock, okay. which that was a cool experience. I got up early because I was still, my sleep schedule was jacked, jacked up a bit there. So I got up at four in the morning to see this experience. Um, and then had some coffee, had some donuts. Could the match is not add up getting up that early, Sean. <laughs> What's that? You should not. Wa- I mean, it's weird, but yeah, it was just messed up sleep. Schedule. Oh, I, I was I was gonna be awake anyway. That's oh, like when I you g- go to Hawaii, the opposite direction. You get up at four in the morning. No, I get right? up. Well, I, I got up early up to too. See the lock thing. I, I got up it. to when we were hitting some swells so that I could watch, go out on the balcony and watch. Yeah. I love, I love anything cool like that. So. But that's the best part of river cruises is there's no, you don't have swells. See, like, I love, right. I love sailing. a good, I love a cruise rocking me to sleep at night. That's yeah. like my favorite. Oh, so yeah. nice. Not my the favorite. The other, <laughs> what I would say was one of the coolest scenery things was going through the iron gates and i don't know if you guys saw my picture but it's just this massive uh face carved into a mountain 
it was it was incredible. I'm sure when we when we drop this pod, I'll probably throw some photos throw some on there and I'll Instagram. definitely include that. Um, very very cool. And again, this itinerary is a little interesting because it's you're covering a lot of areas that really aren't too far in in the distant past from being under communist rule. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a very intriguing part uh, of of everything in Belgrade. They're recently bombed by NATO. I mean, they're, then they specifically took us by the buildings that were still bombed out, uh, twice. <laughs> so some of the stuff that I don't even think we w- was really covered when we were growing up in school because yeah. it was so recent, kind mm-hmm. of the same way, you know, some of this recent stuff in our history, me being in DC this last year, we'd go on tours and like, is this stuff, and you guys talk about this yet? And people are like, no, it's not even like it's not even history yet. <laughs> yes, it's history because it happened in the past, but there's still things going on. Like, um, so yeah, a lot of there were some stop offs where I'm like, Aaron, do you recall being taught any of this in school? And we had to reach out to our parents because even you know they would have a better understanding of it than we did because it was just kind of glossed over. We were kids when it happened. We Interesting kids. history. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Very cool. Okay, let's go ahead and wrap up this episode. I. Definitely want to get on and on my waterways uh, sailing now. Same. Uh, you know, it sounds like a lot of fun. I miss going to Europe. Mm-hmm. We have friends oh, yeah. that went this summer. I'm super jealous. Uh, and Jess went. I'm super jealous of her picture. <laughs> Jess just got back. Friends well, no. and Jess. <laughs> well, I mean, like, <laughs> other set of friends and Jess. All right. I'll remember that, John. <laughs> yeah, you can. All right. <laughs> Put that in your that memory. Great. All right, lock it up there. I've had right. a lot of fun today talking with my friends and John. <laughs> and about, John. About this podcast. About John's trip. My friend exactly. Sean's trip. My, your friend Sean's trip. <laughs> and then we talked to John about it. All right. So real quick. Um, let's do uh, X Factor of uh, Ama Waterways. Uh, attention to detail in the service on Ooh, the ship was like just that. absolutely top level. We we kind of come in with like, okay, we know Disney service is very, very good. At right. least it has been in the past. This was just leaps and bounds better. I, I always get great reviews when my clients travel with Ama. And it was very good to experience it firsthand and be like, okay. Tracking. Yep. Very cool. All right. And who is this for? Obviously not families with little kids. Yeah, because I I, kind of ran through that a a little bit earlier. I do think it is 40-year-old or older because that's going to be the the average age. In her 30s. a spry chicken in her 30s. Didn't enjoy uh, herself? She She still enjoyed it. But, you know, she's pushing up there in those 30s as well. What do you think about, like, (laughs) like um, maybe, like, 50-year-olds with 18 to 22-year-old children? Do you think, like, for an adult I think it could still be a a good family Mm -hmm. situation like that. It's like a multi-gen thing with children over the, like, adult age children. Over the age of, like, 18. For kids that would actually appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. Kids out of the kids club age, basically. Because if you're not doing an ABD, there's not going to be kid-centric activities. There's nothing On the ABD ones, they have kid activities throughout. Mm -hmm. Like, their excursions are kid-friendly, and they have specific ones, like, activities for kids at night. Like, they don't have I've always thought this would be cool, like, when the kids are older, and they have their significant others, and you're taking, like, a, you know, like, a bigger family trip. This would be a fun thing to do with them. That's a bingo right there, Jess. Bingo. bingo. 
I'm, I'm, oh, okay. I'm still a little ways away from that, but you know, for thinking, sure. Yeah. Planning for the I would future. say, I'd say it, it could be multi-generational, but those kids should be 20. Yeah. In that range. Cool. Very cool. All right. Well, on that note, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. If you are interested in booking an Amaways uh, trip, you can contact any of us. Sean has the most experience recently, but if you're one of our clients, we would love to work with you as well. Additionally, if you have any questions or if you'd like to join in the conversation, you can visit us on Facebook by doing a search for Escape a Travel Podcast or to send us your feedback, you can go and send us an email at escape.atp at gmail.com. Once again, that email is escape.atp at gmail.com. And if you enjoy the show, we really appreciate you and we would appreciate a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast. It'll help other people who have similar tastes and interests as you find the you podcast You can even later. share it with a friend. Yeah, the album. You'd be like, yeah. yeah, I know about this podcast. That's true, too. It's great. We're fun. All right, well, on that note, we're going to go ahead and wrap up. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you guys real soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>